Hello everyone, this is One Narrow Gate Podcast. This is the Salvation Series Part 5. We just looked at three different examples of people who looked to Jesus to be saved and forgiven of their sins. And that was before Jesus died on the cross to pay the death penalty for us all doing wrong. And then God rose him from the dead because he did nothing wrong. And now he is perfect and alive today. Jesus ascended into heaven. He is no longer on the earth, um, but he is still alive in his body state. And he has given us, his church, or us, his Christians who believe in him, whose sins have been forgiven, to share the message of Jesus being the way to be saved from death forever in hell. He has given us that task to tell everyone the good news about the fact that we can all be saved from hell by Jesus to the rest of the world. So, in this series, the Salvation Series, we're looking at what that means. Go If you want to listen to part one, I recommend you do so, so that you know what it actually means to be saved by Jesus in its simplest form. But you will also understand that as you listen to these eyewitness accounts of real events with real people almost 2,000 years ago who experienced salvation in Jesus, who experienced being saved by Jesus, their sins were forgiven, and from a certain moment onward, if they died, they would go to heaven forever because Jesus said, you're good to go according to me. So after Jesus ascended into heaven, um, after being resurrected from the dead by God's Holy Spirit, uh, God decided to say uh, to his, uh, or Jesus said to his disciples, now you take the message of salvation through me to the rest of the world. And his disciples decided to start in their hometown of Jerusalem, Israel. This is almost 2000 years ago. And so now while they were waiting to basically start the process of sharing the good news of Jesus around the whole world, the Holy Spirit of God came upon all of the disciples of Jesus and gave them the supernatural ability to speak in different languages to people uh, from all over the world. And now people were amazed when the people started, because there were people from all over the world who were visiting Jerusalem at that time for a, a religious Jewish ceremony. And people were like, I can't believe I'm hearing my own language from these locals here. Like, this is a miracle. What's going on? And the leader of the disciples named Peter stood up and basically, in a nutshell, he said to them, listen, everyone, this is a miracle from God. And because Jesus has come to save us from hell, you all killed him and you all sin and you need to say you're sorry <laughs> and so you know, picking it up in this um, all of this uh, account all these events are written in the account called Acts in chapter 2 I'm going to start at 37 verse 37 and so now when the people of the town of Jerusalem heard this they were pierced to the heart they were just sorry for what they did and they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles or disciples they said brothers what should we do and Peter said to them, Repent, and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So, and then from that moment on, just to, just to give you a, um, uh, my own summary of what happened after that, um, about 3,000 people basically believed and were saved by Jesus, by their by believing in Jesus and believing what Peter said and doing what Peter said to do and believing what he said to do and to believe. And 3,000 people were saved and they were good to go in heaven from them point onward, from that point onward. Now, what do we learn from this passage? Now, I'll say this. This whole series is supposed to be very critically striking at the heart of a modern strategy of salvation. 
where some spiritual religious leader gets up on stage and says, if you want to go to heaven, repeat what I say. Repeat what I say. Normally the words are pretty good. Normally they're pretty um, sound and truthful and uh, consistent with believing in Jesus. But the, the, the fact of the matter is no one was saved by Jesus by reciting a prayer and repeating after someone else, especially in what's entitled nowadays called the sinner's prayer. No one was saved by Jesus by praying the sinner's prayer and doing anything in that fashion. How were they saved? That's what this series is seeking to answer. And in this particular account, Peter gives the answer because the people of his town of Jerusalem, they basically, they believed that Jesus had come to save them from their sins and they felt bad that they were responsible for Jesus' death on the cross. So they said, brothers, what should we do? What should we do? And Peter said to them, repent. That's the first thing he says, repent, meaning stop sinning. Stop believing that Jesus is not the way to salvation as well, the, not the way out, the, the, the ticket out of hell. And he says, each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. So he says, stop sinning. And then he says, do the practice of being baptized, which is basically saying, I want a whole new life. And I'm looking to Jesus. So if you're baptized in the name of Jesus, you say, I want a whole new life. And I know that only Jesus can do that. And I know that only Jesus can forgive my sins. And then Peter says, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit as a result of that. So Peter says, you need to stop your sinning and you need to recognize you can only have a whole new life in Jesus and also that he will forgive your sins as a result because you need to stop sinning, know that your sins are bad, you need forgiveness for Jesus and a whole change of life that only could come from Jesus. You need to believe that and as a result, you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Pretty contrary to what goes on these days where they say, hey, just say these words and you're good to go. And then the person on stage claims, oh, you're good to go. You're saved. And now listen, if 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 the transformation of your soul and the saving of your soul by Jesus happened from praying the sinner's prayer, I don't doubt that that happens for some people, but be critical and be discerning and think critically that maybe something that you think has brought you to heaven forever that's not found in the Bible, maybe it's actually not helping you. Maybe it's actually not going to save you because that didn't happen in the Bible. These people basically decided to stop sinning and they decided to believe in Jesus and and they decided to demonstrate they want a whole new life in Jesus and to be forgiven of their sins. And then they're changed. They're different. They're new. They're, they're a different person because they have God's Holy Spirit within them. And that's what happened here after Jesus had already risen and ascended into heaven. And Peter said, listen, Jesus is the way to be saved. And let me tell you what you need to do, what you need to do and what you need. And if, and the 3000 that did these things, they repented, they were baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of their sins. They received the Holy spirit. It's, they did all this because their hearts were right before God. They genuinely wanted to stop sinning and they wanted to be saved and forgiven by Jesus. That's what happened. So, I mean, so if your heart, so if you're thinking that all that, that you, that you're good to go, that you are forgiven of your sins basically because of some words you said, well, think critically. Maybe instead you need to stop sinning. Maybe there's some things that you need to change and you need to stop doing some wrong. And maybe you do need to be baptized. Maybe you do need to demonstrate and say, I really want to have a whole new life and I'm going to show the world as many people as I can through the, the ritual of baptism. And I really want my, my sins to be forgiven. Maybe that is, maybe you need to change your course and maybe you need to think, I need to rethink my salvation. And maybe I do need to recognize that I need to turn to Jesus for real. 
So that's just my that's just my advice and critical thoughts, as well as it's an observation. It's like a scientific observation of what happened in history, as opposed to what people declare now is the way to heaven. So that was part five of this series. That is the fourth example we've seen of people who are actually saved by Jesus and what that looks like in contrast to what people claim is that experience nowadays. And that's in the hopes that maybe people will actually truly be saved who are actually not truly saved by Jesus. And as you can see, there is a common theme. We'll go into uh, the, the results of our little salvation safari at the end of this series and stick around uh, and continue to stay tuned to One Narrowgate Podcast for more on the salvation series to understand what it looks like when someone's saved by Jesus, what it looks like when someone has been transformed from on their way to hell to on their way to heaven forever. It's a wonderful thing. It's a good experience and it's a fascinating study. So stay tuned to the Salvation Series podcast by One Narrow Gate.